that those steel beams were melted by jet fuel and then came to your own rescue. Hegelian dialectic is what the best do. That's what the best do. That's a problem. Reaction, solution, they gon' solve them. Action, they shoot in a movie, bitch. The world stage is a drama with a gloomy script. A gloomy script. I devoted my life Jet fuel, jet fuel can't melt steel beans, fool They lied to you on the screen, dude Wined and dined and then fucked you They fucked you Jet fuel, jet fuel can't melt steel beans, fool They lied to you on the screen, dude Wined and dined and then fucked you It's abs in a six pack, and Ayo. I'm here. Chris Arnold, Caleb Stevenson, Noah's on vacation, hey. and we're joined by Patriot J at Sir Hottest. Hey yo, on, on <laughs> at Sir Hottest, right? Is like yep. on Twitter at Sir Hottest. Is that your uh, is that your social media for most? Things? Uh, yeah, Twitter and Instagram. Sir Instagram. Hottest. My, At Sir my Snapchat name is uh, Phil Jackson because I chose that in high school and I can't change it. <laughs> that's how, yeah, that's how most of mine went too. Yeah, it's like I, I picked this in middle school, high school, and I just stuck with it. So, so uh, are you a no agenda listener, or did you just happen to put Sir at the beginning of your username? Um, I just happened to put Sir at the beginning of the username because so I, I uh, that's what happened to me. I, Nice. My um, my rap name was J Hots, and then I flipped it and kind of went like Sir Hottest of J's, and then that didn't fit for a Twitter handle, so I just kept it at Sir Hottest. Oh, okay. So that means you got a SoundCloud then, right? I sure do, dude. We got to link that in the show notes. What's your SoundCloud? Um, I think it's just SoundCloud.com/slash J Hots ninety five, but I don't know. I, I, it's been a while since I've uploaded. I'm gonna come out with some new content this summer, hopefully. We'll get that in there for sure. Anyway, yeah, the reason the reason I hit you up is because I you were like making me giggle, making me laugh with a lot of your tweets, <laughs> and I was like, I like this guy, and I was like, let's Thank get him on. Sure. I don't know. I don't like. Uh, I guess before we dive into anything specifically, man, like, what have you been into lately? What do you got going on? What's uh, What's the what's the news? What's the deals? What's the deets? Um. Well, I've been stuck in the house for like two months. You know, it's like basically illegal to go outside now. So uh, I just been stuck in my room a lot of the time. 
writing some raps. Uh, I do homework for people a lot. That's pretty much it. That's a daily, daily uh, life for me, writing raps and papers, smoking a little weed here and there. Nice. Hey, you're in Cali, right? Waterloo. You're in California. Yeah, I was um I was in DC for the past uh for the past like four months doing an internship uh for a congressman uh, from Arizona, but uh, I just came back to California this week. So you're like born born and raised California. Yeah, exactly. I was okay. I was just out there doing like a little semester internship. Right. Yeah. No, I I I've never even been to California. So for this west I've been is Colorado, which was pretty great. But yeah, we're we're both. <laughs> on the eastern side of things me and caleb and noah our other guy that's i want to go back there it's pretty it's like i like the south i do like the south a lot just because i mean we're we're already opened up um, <laughs> right it's like uh I, I work in food service so i'm it's like i i can uh go back to work now finally i don't have to get a government unemployment check so <laughs> nice. that's nice Congrats. yeah yeah, it was, a, it was the first time I've ever applied for unemployment in my life was because of this thing. And it was like, uh, well, when I saw the paycheck they were trying to hand me, it was like, oh, it's like the state unemployment plus 600 bucks a week. All right. Uh, I'll, I'll uh, yes, please. So I got three weeks of that. <laughs> but then the right. Bill Lee, the governor of Tennessee, opened us back up. Wow. Well, that's good. Uh, what, what's the latest on North Carolina, right? Caleb, like what's... Uh, um. They are in phase one of three phases of reopening. So, like, restaurants are open now, but you can only have 25% of your maximum occupancy at a time. Uh, oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> Might I don't, be closed. I don't understand. We're at 50% uh, capacity right now in Tennessee. Mm. 25, you might as well stay closed, I feel like. Yeah, pretty much. It's right. just, like, to give the people something rather than just keeping them cooped up. Give them something to wait in line for. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. So, but California, I mean, I, I, well, by the way, I uh, pay, do you want, should I just call you pa Pat J, Patriot J? What, uh, uh, what? You can just call me J. J is Jay. fine. All right. J is good. All right. So, J, what's uh, California? Like, I, I know, like, my aunt and a couple of cousins live in California, but they're, um, they're hillbots, I guess we'll say. So, like, what is actually going on in California? Um, so it's so weird. Like, I didn't really expect to come home to this pandemic, and um, since since I've been home for like I don't know four days, I feel like I'm living in like commie world. Like, mm -hmm. I have to, I gotta wait in line to go to the stores, and then I've gotta wait in a long line once I'm in like the grocery store. And then they have this stupid little shield in front of the cashier. Like that's going to prevent them from catching the virus. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I haven't really seen a lot of people outside either. When I was in D.C., there was I feel like there was a lot more people outside. But I feel like here I haven't noticed a lot of people outside. The roads have kind of been empty. And I'm in um, I'm in L.A. County, too. And they just announced yesterday that they're probably going to extend it until July. So it's looking like it's going to be a rough couple months for me. Yeah, I saw L.A. was three more months is what they're talking about for a lockdown. Yeah. yeah they so just I, opened up the uh, they just like reopened the beaches and you can do basically anything but sit on the beach. Like you have to be moving, which is stupid. They said you have to like either be jogging or like walking or swimming, but you can't just sit on the beach and sunbathe. 
What? How does that <laughs> yeah. make any sense? Who goes to the beach to freaking like run? Like people just go to relax. Mm-hmm. And they already do it six feet apart from other people. Nobody ever huddles up at the beach together. Yeah, you don't go next to the other guy with his towel already down. It's like, hey, you mind if the towels overlap a little bit, buddy? <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. You don't have enough space. Like, come yeah. on. Yeah, that's, I mean, no offense, but like the way this has shaked out so far, the way this has been shaken out, I'm really glad that I don't live like in New York or California. Like, it's made me, like, really appreciate living in the South where, like, no matter how much of a dipshit our governor is, nobody's yeah. saying, like, we need to, like, take take away all your guns. And, <laughs> yeah, you, yeah. <laughs> and uh, you're not allowed, like, we're going to arrest you if you leave your house. Like, that shit hadn't been happening here. Must but, like, be nice living uh, under sensible leadership. Yeah. <laughs> I just, it's just, it's crazy what I've, like, New York and California have been the main two where it's just like, I've, I, even some, Texas for a little bit, which I never would have expected, like, certain counties in Texas are doing the same type of thing. And it's like, what is happening? Wow. Well, okay. So you said you visited DC. So, yeah. What do you like? Like, do you like California better than DC or vice versa? What's uh, your opinion? So it's, it's a really tough call for me. Um, I would have to put California over DC just just because of the weather. But I really like DC, like um, like the architecture and all the buildings there are just phenomenal to look at. I don't get much shit like that in Cali, um, and it is nice. I feel like just the culture of the East Coast is a lot different than the West Coast. It was like a lot busier in D.C., which was cool. And there was a lot more young people. I feel like that city is run by young people, which is tight as a young person. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I'd have to put Cali over D.C. only because I don't really ever have to wear a big coat. And that shit was getting <laughs> on my nerves, like walking to the metro in like 20 and 30 degree weather. Yeah, yeah, like, I mean, it was 80 degree. I'm in North Carolina, about uh, three hours south of D.C. Nice. And the other night, yeah, and then the other night, it's, like, been 80 for two weeks straight, and then it got down to 31 at night just randomly. Yeah. And see, it was I, awful. I can't live with that in influx in weather. I like a constant, constant, like, I don't know, 80. Yeah. But it was crazy to me that when I was out there, I would get happy when I saw that the weather was like 65 degrees and then I came back home and it was like fucking 94. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, that sounds like too much for me. I got to have a little bit. It's got to be a middle ground. Yeah. Like 65 sounds good to me. It definitely gets uh, way too hot during uh, summer over here. Mm. Well, we, sh- we all should have listened to Al Gore and Greta, man. Those are the those are the fucking peak minds of our society. I know. If only we would have listened. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that um Greta was gonna be on this upcoming CNN coronavirus climate change panel, which yeah, is ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. And, and not only is she, she gonna, gonna be on, say? but she's gonna be she's on as an expert on the expert panel for the CNN climate change. Yeah. They got her like right there next to Sanjay Gupta <laughs> and Bill oh, Nye, who admits he's not a scientist, just a science guy. Yeah, <laughs> people people eat it up too. 
I used to, I used to think Bill Nye was like the smartest dude on the planet, and then I graduated middle school. <laughs> yeah, no, I remember. <laughs> yeah. like I remember even when I was homeschooled, like I would watch Bill Nye and be like, "Oh yeah, this is like a scientist. Tell me what's up." And I was homeschooled by like ultra Christian parents, and even they <laughs> let me watch Bill Nye. You watch him now, and it's like, okay, what are you talking about, dude? <laughs> right. Did you guys uh, see any clips of like? I think he did a Netflix reboot of his show, and it was yes. just like really weird. And they were promoting every single thing on the agenda. <laughs> yeah, no, he uh, went around the same time that he Bill and I got his Netflix show. They removed from the catalog when you buy, like when you can digitally buy a show. There's a whole episode yeah. of the original Bill and I, the Science Guy, where Bill and I talks about X chromosomes and Y chromosomes and why they may, like dictate which one's male and which one's female really? and biology <laughs> no. and stuff oh my god they removed that entire episode from the old bill nye the science guy show around the same time as netflix show came out how very telling yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah so uh as far, as far as current events go man like the last couple days like even since i first hit you up like a lot of shit has happened right yeah, like, dude, the world's been moving at the strangest pace. Like, uh, right after I first talked to you, like, Flynn, uh, the DOJ dropped Flynn's case. You have, Yeah, Flynn patient. That shit was big. Yeah, and then you got Obamagate trending at three and a half million tweets before they Bro, removed it from trending. This is what I saw. Two. It blew my mind how long that was trending for. Yeah, I'm surprised they let it trend for that long, but then it disappeared. Uh, the the one tell that I noticed immediately was, uh, I saw Obamagate was trending for a, almost a full day where it hit like, you know, it was like one million tweets and two million tweets and then it passed three million tweets and then it just disappeared when I went to trending. It had over three million tweets and then what was trending instead of Obamagate was Trumpgate. Trumpgate Trump. had one hundred and ten thousand tweets and it was trending. Above the Obama Gate that I just saw that had over three million, <laughs> it's like wow. okay. they're not even they're not even hiding it anymore. Yeah, they're like yeah, we'll, we'll censor you guys. Fuck it. it. It's you're not gonna do anything about it. <laughs> yeah, and they're right to a certain extent. Like, what are we doing about it? Just talking about it, really. But you know, yeah, I don't know the the pre I hate when like the president will kind of point out something like oh blah 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 social media censorship, and then it's like dude, you're the president. You should probably do something about this. Yeah. Well, that's yeah, exactly. That's something we've been talking about a lot. Is like if Trump's a white hat, I hope he is. But like, it seems like it's not panning out that way because what better? Like, if if everybody's on to the cabal, like the deep state, then why yeah. not just have somebody run it that acts like they're against the deep state, but really is in the pocket of the deep state? Right. I don't know. What do you think? Um, because I'm not. I'm not decided. Because I, I don't know. I, I put my faith in the guy, and I feel like he hasn't done anything, like, too intentionally bad. Like, I remember being super upset with him when he uh, first did the airstrikes on Syria back in, like, 2017. Same. But that was, like, it. Like, it, that didn't drag us into an entirely new conflict. And so I feel like, I feel like things like that um, give me faith in Trump. I don't know. I haven't been let down seriously by him. So that's a good sign, I feel like, after three and a half years. Right, yeah, and 
and even like it it seemed like the evidence later on i was mad about that too when he did the strikes on syria but then it later seemed like it was a pr stunt because the more you like look into it it seems like nobody actually even got killed by those strikes yeah exactly it was just like trump like flashing his dick basically <laughs> yeah maybe like appeasing the deep state i don't know because so we we had a like pat militich on from conspiracy farm like the ufc guy and he was he said the same thing. He was like, I've been saying if, like, Trump falls for the false flags and attacks Iran, then he's not the white hat we thought he was, is what Pat said. Yeah. And Trump didn't attack Iran, so that's, yeah, a, exactly. that's a win that's for like him. The biggest that, it actually seems like him uh, interfering, like, the Syria strikes and stuff kind of kept us out of any additional conflicts with Syria or Iran. Right, yeah. It was like a deterrent. Makes sense. Yeah, the more the the more every everybody I've seen like um, get upset about the entire the uh, just the in the entire uh, foreign policy kerfuffle that's been going on. They they always like like to criticize Trump's foreign policy, but I always bring it back to like of all the last six to ten presidents, I'm pretty sure Trump is the only one that hasn't started a new war. Like, I don't think Trump has started war with a new country. And, you know, Obama started six, Bush started four. If anything, like, he's kind of prevented wars. Like, I feel like if Hillary was in office, we would definitely have gone to war with North Korea. We would probably have fucked up um, Assad in Syria. I feel like we'd be at war with Russia, too. We're not war, but we'd be really tense with Russia right now if Hillary was president. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm just just to put aside the fact that Hillary probably would have like be shoot having the you know National Guard shoot people on the streets because of this virus and round them up into FEMA camps. All of that aside, <laughs> like if if Hillary if Hillary was president, like she bragged the same way Andrew Yang bragged about it. Like if we can prove seventy to eighty percent chance that Russia interfered in our elections, we need to retaliate militarily. It wasn't just Hillary that said that. It was like Andrew Yang said that. And it's like, yeah, I, I don't want to go to war with Russia because the CIA says that they meddled in our elections. Right? I can't believe people just take their word for it. Like, <laughs> if you ask somebody like, hey, what proof of Russian collusion do you have? They're like, oh, well, CNN reported 17 intelligence agencies said it. There's all the proof I need. Yeah. And then you, and then you look into it, and what ju what just came out with this whole Obamagate thing? It turns out that Susan Rice and John Brennan and Adam Schiff and all these intelligence committee people are admitting under oath that they have zero evidence that Trump was colluding with the Russians, and have zero evidence that Trump did anything to our elections. But yet, those same people are saying we should justify a war with that country because of something that they have no proof of. And I don't, I don't understand how they were like able to get away with saying one thing under testimony and then just lying to our face on CNN about it. It's ridiculous, and I can't believe how long it took for these things to like be declassified and for us to finally have uh, have their testimony. You know, open up your eyes, man. True. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, no, it's. I, see, like, I've always been kind of a conspiracy theorist, so I'm not, like, 
I'm I'm less like flabbergasted by what's been coming out as much as I am like very excited that people are being forced to look at it and the mainstream is being forced to like justify it. Does that make sense? Yeah. Definitely. I mean I've all, I mean yeah. I've always been kind of out there as far as my beliefs go, but like like what I was telling Caleb, like my buddy here Caleb was like I was I've been telling him that this virus came out of a lab since early January. And then now we got oh, yeah. Trump Months. and Pompeo. Yeah, <laughs> now we got Trump and Pompeo saying the same thing. And so, like, I waited months for it to happen, but now that Trump is parroting what I've been saying for a while, it's like, thank God. Right. I feel like, um, I like Trump because he's like, I feel like he's a conspiracy theorist deep down in heart, and I can appreciate that. I can probably find Trump on the day of 9-11 saying that there were bombs planted in the building. Clearly bombs were in the t in the Twin Towers. Ooh. Yeah, I feel like, um... I feel like growing up, like, the left used to be, like, the conspiracy theorist. And now it's kind of switched and, like, the right side is more conspiracy-leaning and the left is, like, so pro-establishment. I just don't understand how that happened. Yeah, same here. Like, I grew up in a house where we listened to Rush Limbaugh every day. And it was always, you know, it was, like, the, the people in charge. They know what's going on and everything. Yep. And now it's completely reversed, like you said. It's like that traditional liberalism transformed into some kind of pro-establishment. Just whatever the smart people say, that's yeah. what goes. And it's so weird because, like, usually, usually it would kind of like transfer with like presidential power. So I don't know if a if a Republican is in office, I figure the Dems would be more uh, able to question that authority. But I feel like even with Trump in office, the Dems are still like so pro-establishment, pro-vaccinations, pro-health officials, pro-Bill Gates, pro-multinational corporations. Yeah, yeah, it's it's weird because I, it almost seems like they're trying to shift, and I think this might be part of like uh, an attempt to try to globalize everybody, is to shift away from just supporting like the government power to supporting um, like the intellectual or the scientific community or whoever decides to be on this side of I'm smart, so I'm right rhetoric, like Bill Gates. Even though he doesn't know a thing about medicine, he's a medical expert now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess that's what uh, billions of dollars will do for you. Absolutely. You anything you want. No, it's, oh, you got a billion dollars? You're an expert now. Yeah, you're an expert in what? Yeah, sure, why not? Yeah, it's the same reason we let people like George Soros run our global immigration policy. It's like, oh, you have billions of dollars, but yet you admitted on 60 Minutes that you help round up Jews and take their property. Right. <laughs> it's like, uh, but you're an expert now on immigration. Oh, okay, good. You got you got billions of dollars. Sounds good. <laughs> I guess it uh, takes about a billion dollars. You get to go and do and say and whatever you want. You got to do to become experts. Just pull together a billion dollars and have a <laughs> panel of experts. <laughs> what kind of expert would Jeffrey Epstein be if he was still, in quotes, alive? Would he be a child care expert? Oh, my God. He'd probably, he'd probably work for CPS. He would probably be, like, education. Something, something for kids, I feel like. They would, they would have him talking about the dangers of homeschooling. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the 
homeschooling. Uh, the, the the main problem with your thesis was like, what would Jeffrey Epstein be if he was still alive? But I'm pretty sure he's still alive. Uh, well, you couldn't see it, but I did air quotes with my fingers when I said that. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Fair enough. So yeah, man. Um, I've 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 been following it not as closely as I should be, but following it more than most people I know. So the whole Obamagate thing. Just a nutshell version of it. Seems like most of it is stuff we already knew, right? Like Flynn, Roger Stone, they got railroaded. Um, yeah. Like they, they, uh, it's basically looks like Hillary, Obama, um, Clapper, Brennan, McCabe, Comey. These guys committed treason to overthrow the duly elected president. Nothing, none of that is like new information for most of us that's been following it right but like yeah there's a reason new shit came to light and now obamagate was trending number one on twitter until it got taken off so like what yeah i guess i guess what i'm asking is like the quick summary of obamagate like what's why is it important now compared to how it used to be well i think most importantly it's important now because we're in election year, right. and um, I feel like I feel like that's one of the reasons why Trump kind of waited to bring this whole thing to the forefront about like spying on on his campaign. Because I was wondering, like I was always wondering, waiting for it to happen during the 2018 midterms, and then like nothing ever happened. So I feel like if that didn't happen, then he has to wait until the 2020 election because he's he's got to secure the next four years somehow. So if he comes out and says. Hey, by the way, the guy I'm running against, he and the president and the FBI director and the director of national intelligence and the list goes on and on. They were involved in setting up plants and a phony Russian scandal and spying on the campaign. Then it's going to be an easy victory. I, see, I can see that. Yeah, I can, I can see that making sense. Is the, what just confused me about the whole thing is the fact that like. We already, like those of us, like I said, that have been paying attention knew all this was going on. But now we have, I guess, extra documents to prove it. Yeah. But I I just didn't I just didn't understand the, um, the, the timing of it. But I guess what you just said makes sense, especially if the uh, pandemic is something to try to crash the economy and get everybody to hate Trump. This would be a, a yeah. good card you would hold on to to drop. So how the economy was so strong, it took a fucking pandemic to ruin it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's still, it's in bad shape. Like, we know the economy is going to take a dive because of all this. But it seems like some states are getting started back up enough quickly that, to where it's not going to be uh, as, as bad economically as we thought it would be, right? Yeah, hopefully. Hopefully, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it looks like it's just going to be a lull, just kind of like uh, just like a couple months lull, and then it'll come back because people are going to be, I think, from what I've seen, people are going to be excited to go back out into the economy and start spending money again. Oh, yeah. Like nope. after being cooped up. That, that first month, like everybody's free again, it's going to be crazy. Oh, yeah. Oh, like, yeah. Uh, people are going to be everywhere. Yeah, the restaurants around here, like – because I work at a restaurant, so like I wasn't allowed to go to work for over a month, and now I'm seeing Tennessee only allows fifty percent capacity, but I'm still seeing 
like there every restaurant I go by, there's constantly a waiting line outside. You know, like usually that would only yeah. happen around like noon to two p.m. or like six to eight p.m. But this is like happening like before lunch hours or like you know at like three p.m. There'll be a long wait line outside. I think people, at least in the South, are ready to get back to work. Yeah, it's crazy how like the the Republican states are wanting to open again and go back to work. And then you got the Democrat states who just want to stay at home and suck on the titty of government. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. It's it is weird how it's a partisan thing. Yeah. Uh, and but, it's like it's like blatantly partisan, too. It's like there, there's no, there's like no hiding it, I feel like. Yeah, it's weird how it started out. It's like, oh, this is a pandemic. We're all in this together. And now there is like just a clear divide between the people that are like, yeah, we need to reopen. We need to start doing stuff again. And the people are like, no, we got we to gotta keep so we got to keep just doing all this stuff. And we're not even sure it's working. <laughs> right. It's I, uh... just very weird how this got divided down the middle, especially by politics. You would think like a like a like a virus wouldn't be wouldn't be something that would become political it's it's similar to the original well not the original iraq war but the post 9-11 iraq and afghanistan wars under bush it was really the left back then that was against those wars and the republicans were all for them even though it shouldn't have been a partisan issue it was a partisan issue Kind of like the pandemic is the opposite of that right yeah. now. True. By the way, I found the, uh, I think, I haven't played it yet, but I think I found the clip of Trump on the day of 9-11 saying that bombs must have been used in the building. Great. Donald, you're probably the best known builder, uh, particularly of, of, of great buildings in the city. There's a great deal of question about whether or not the damage and, and the ultimate destruction of the buildings was caused by the airplanes, by architectural defect, or possibly by bombs or, or aftershocks. Do you have any thoughts on that? Well, it was an architectural defect. You know, the World Trade Center was always known as a very, very strong building. Don't forget, that took a big bomb in the basement. Now, the basement is the most vulnerable place because that's your foundation. And it withstood that. And I got to see that area about three or four days after it took place because one of my structural engineers actually took me for a tour because he did the building. And I said, I can't believe it. The building was standing solid and half of the columns were blown out. I mean, so this was an unbelievably powerful building. Uh, if you know anything about structure, it was one of the first buildings that was built from the outside. The steel, the reason the World Trade Center had such narrow windows is that in between all the windows, you had the steel on the outside. So you had the steel on the outside of the building. That's why when I first looked, and you had big, heavy I-beams. When I first looked at it, I couldn't believe it because there was a hole in the steel. And this is steel that was, you remember the, the width of the windows of the World Trade Center, folks. I think, you, you know, if you were ever up there, they were quite narrow. And in between was this heavy steel. I said, how could a plane, even a plane, even a 767 or 747 or whatever it might have been, how could it possibly go through the steel? I happen to think that they had not only a plane, but they had bombs that exploded almost simultaneously. Because I just can't imagine anything being able to go through that wall. Most buildings are built with the steelers on the inside around the elevator shaft. This one was built from the outside, which is the strongest structure you can have. And it was almost just like a uh, like a can of soup. Wow. That I've was, never heard that. That was the day of the 9-11 attacks. Trump called in 
and basically said it like i know buildings trust me i know buildings okay they have bombs <laughs> in the buildings all right I buildings i mean uh you saw like it didn't get any news coverage but uh less than a year ago trump came out and like during a press conference at the white house was like i'm pretty sure i know who was behind 9-11 <laughs> and, we, and you're all gonna find out pretty soon yeah, yeah, I definitely remember that one. He was yeah. like, "Vote for me." And well, and no, it, well, this was after he was already elected. But yeah. Oh, oh, really? But he did it when before he was elected too. But yeah, after he was president, which I put a little more credence behind that because it's like hopefully he's getting the declassified shit. Right. I'm thinking he might actually know who was behind 9/11. Okay, now now hear me out here. What if? Uh, he's been alluding to that for a while. He's alluded to some other stuff about declassifying information. Yeah. What if his, like, in November, when he's got to start running again, because they're going to have the Democratic nominee and everything, that's going to be his big bargaining chip. He's like, I'm going to release everything about 9-11. <laughs> I'm going to tell you who killed JFK. He kind of did all this other stuff. What if he starts doing that? What if he starts pulling that card? You know, you're well. You remember, like the JFK documents. Some of them were supposed to be released under Clinton. They got delayed. Bush delayed them. Obama delayed the release. Trump let them out. They were redacted, but he still let them out. And some of those documents show that the man who said he couldn't remember where he was when Kennedy was assassinated, the only man that couldn't remember where he was when Kennedy was assassinated. Trump let out the documents that now show that George H.W. Bush, George Bush's dad, was a CIA agent at the time and was in Dallas, Texas that day when Kennedy was assassinated. So what if Trump does the same thing second term but for 9-11? Ties the Bushes into it again. That alone would get my vote. Oh, that would be glorious. <laughs> that would be so awesome. <laughs> that would me to want to repeal the 22nd Amendment and give him a third and fourth term. <laughs> Emperor Trump. Yeah. For real. Yeah, be so I tried to um I tried to tell somebody the other day about like Bush 41's involvement in JFK's assassination and that how he was CIA. And I feel like when you tell these when you tell people these things, they just don't care. They were like, so what? Like, what would he have to gain from it? And I'm like, dude, he <laughs> became president. Like a decade after that, like, what do you mean? What would he have to gain from it? And they're like, what do you mean? It doesn't matter. What would he have to gain from it? <laughs> it's like, what oh. would the head of one of the most powerful organizations in America have to gain from right? getting rid of another head of one of the most powerful organizations in America? God, it's it's just so silly. Uh, there, I remember, like, I was I was talking to somebody. And I was like, yeah, maybe Michelle Obama like might be a man. I don't know. And they were like, <laughs> and they were like, well, even if she was a man, why does that matter? And I'm like, why does it matter that the fucking first family of the United States is lying to us? Like, what do you mean? Yeah, I was like, yeah, yeah. it's like it's a huge betrayal of trust to the public. <laughs> I, I'm uh, I'm less offended by Michael Obama being a man than I am by. Bush and Obama covering up the murder of thousands of Americans on 9-11. But I see your point. I see your point, nonetheless. <laughs> right. Uh, it all comes from the same place of deceit. Yeah. So, uh, now we need to get into, for sure, the leaked Obama phone call, right? 
Oh, yeah, the one where he was uh, all afraid and panicking, talking about the rule of law. Yeah, see, yeah. Well, let me get it. <laughs> this is the real world right here. This is not fantasy land. And I risk my life doing this. This isn't breadcrumbs and horse shit. <laughs> so, so, all right, so now we've, uh, <laughs> we gotta, we got to hear Obama talking on the phone. It, okay, so, Jay, you think probably how we do like it seems like obama probably knew he was being recorded yeah i thought initially like i didn't i didn't think i thought he leaked it but then i learned that there were like over three thousand people on the phone call and i'm like yeah he has to know what he's gonna say he's gonna hit the public exactly yeah yeah it seems <laughs> like he it, the way he was talking it just doesn't sound like a leaked phone call put it that way yeah but it uh yahoo news got the got the scoop on it Got leaked to you, which is another red flag in my opinion. It's like, oh, you're gonna, you're not going to Project Veritas or fucking anybody else. You're going to Yahoo right. News to leak it. It's like, okay, because if it was anything worth leaking, Yahoo News would probably just not leak it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, the news uh, over the last 24 hours, I think, has been somewhat downplayed about uh, the Justice Department dropping uh, charges against Michael Flynn. And the fact that there is no precedent that anybody can find for uh, someone who's been charged with perjury uh, just getting off scot-free. Uh, <laughs> that's the kind of stuff where you, you begin to uh, get worried that basic, not just institutional norms, but uh, our basic understanding of, of rule of law uh, is, 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 uh, is at risk. <laughs> and you know, when you start moving in those directions, um, it can accelerate pretty quickly. Uh, as we've seen in, in, in other places. So uh, I am hoping that all of you feel the same sense of urgency that I do. Uh, you know, I, whenever I've campaigned, I've always said, ah, this is the most important election, especially, obviously, when I was on the ballot. Yeah, that always feels like it's the most important election. This one, I'm not on the ballot, but I am I am uh, pretty darn invested. We got We got to make this happen. So he's not on the ballot, but he's so invested that, yeah, like you said, Jay, sounds like he's kind of panicked a little bit. I'm not yeah, on the ballot, but I am uh, very so invested. He's so invested that he didn't, um, he didn't endorse a candidate. There was only one <laughs> candidate. Yeah, I mean, if I was him, I wouldn't endorse Biden either. Uh, I, got, I guess I got one more clip if you want to finish up the clips and just chit-chat after that. Yeah, let's do it. All right, I got uh, you know Robert Mueller, Russia you know, investigation. Mueller investigation. You know who Brian Stelter is? Old Brian Stelter. Oh yeah. He's as Alex Jones has pointed out, he looks like Jared Fogle, the subway guy. He's got the same smile and eyes. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, so yeah, this is somebody made a supercut. I don't know it was Free Beacon, I guess. Free Beacon made a supercut, and it starts off with. Brian Seltzerwater criticizing everybody for being obsessed with 
the deep state and the Russia hoax. And then it follows him up like a bunch of clips of him being obsessed with the Russia hoax. So disappointing to look at what we're seeing from right wing media these days, where there's such an obsession with the deep state and these uh, revelations about the Russia pro. <laughs> Latest on the Robert Mueller Russia investigation. Mueller investigation. The Russian investigation. Trump's Russia ties. And Robert Mueller. The real Russia story. Russia probe. The ongoing Russia probe. Russia probe. The Russian investigation. But Mueller and the Russia probe. Russia synergies. They wonder if Russia has compromising information on the president. What is the source for the president's claim that? They have found no collusion with Russia. He misspelled collusion. Every day we're trying to keep track of the drip, drip, drip of the Russia investigation. Drip, 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 Trump and Russia. To see whether Trump was secretly working for Russia. Bring it back to Russia and Russia and Russia. 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 Russia's Russia. 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 Robert Mueller. Robert Mueller. Special counsel Robert Mueller. Robert Mueller. Robert Mueller. Robert Mueller. Robert Mueller. Robert Mueller. Mueller investigation. Mueller report. Russia conspiracy. Do you believe that he's colluding with Russia? I wish I could just say no. He's definitely not. That's crazy. But he is. He's definitely doing it. Oh, he's colluding with Russia. He's Russia. Oh my God, Russia. Marissa, Marissa, Marissa. <laughs> so, I don't know, like, me, and this is just, I guess I'm basing this on, like, the what I've seen so far, but it seems like no matter how much proof comes out that Trump was uh, basically an attempted coup happened, like he said, treason, like Trump has yeah. been calling it treason against the United States duly elected president. It seems like no matter how much evidence keeps coming out, it seems likely that nobody's going to jail. Like, I'm not convinced that Obama or Hillary or even, like, McCabe or Comey or Brennan will go to jail. I don't think, I don't, I don't see Obama going to jail, but I definitely think, like, Comey and McCabe would. Well, McCabe supposedly already has indictments out <clears throat> that have been out for a long time, like multiple indictments on McCabe. Which I've seen multiple like prestigious lawyers say, yeah, like the just Justice Department did not deny those indictments; they're already good to go. But I haven't seen even them get arrested yet. So, yeah, true that is really weird. I don't know. Hopefully, it all happens in like one mass wave where we just send these fuckers to jail. That would be awesome, but I realistically don't see that happening. There's yeah. too much money and power at that level. You're right. Gonna be like one fall guy. Yeah, yeah, Math, yeah. The, the McCabe will probably be the fall guy. I don't even know if Comey will take the hit, but yeah, in a just world, a lot of these people would be at least, you know, having to account for their crimes under oath. But that yeah. hadn't even happened yet. So I, I don't know. I just. It seems like a like a Matthew Buddha pointed like I think he accurately described the QAnon thing as boomer hope porn. <laughs> and never heard that before. Yeah. <laughs> but I kind of agree with him. It's like I want QAnon to be real, but I haven't seen I haven't seen people going to jail like they should be for it to be real. Maybe I'm wrong. So I I think Q is real cuz um I've been I've been reading the Q post like since I first of all I can't believe nobody's really asked Trump about it because to think that they've been posting almost as long as Trump's been president is pretty weird. But yeah. I remember um they would like post about McCain and they would call him like no name 
And then I heard Trump speak one time, and he literally said, like, I'm not going to say his name when he was talking about John McCain. And that's kind of when I was like, okay, it might be, like, a little valid. I don't know, but it's just weird because I feel like any, like, sense of, like, any sense of Q being real only comes in these little weird drops or breadcrumbs or coincidences. And it's like, why won't the fucker just say like, Hey, you know, that guy you've been reading on 8chan for the past two and a half years. It's actually like Dan Scavino. <laughs> yeah. <Dan> Sc- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it, I mean, that would be ideal, <laughs> but the argument against that is like enough people in the public have to be woken up to know that the mainstream is lying to them. Because otherwise, yeah. when they do the mass arrests of the deep state and the satanic pedophiles, when all of them start going down on a big scale, then yeah. the media, if enough people still believe the media, the media will spin it as, oh, Trump's declared martial law and he's arresting his political enemies. So, right. Uh, you just, but if there is undeniable proof they've been involved in satanic, like, you know, pedophile shit, like, that should be enough to wake everybody up. Right? Like, I don't right, know what yeah. it's going to take for people to wake up, like, at this point, when there's, like, so much, there's so much stuff, like, leading to it, and, like, if you just do your own research, but I, I guess the problem is people just don't want to do their own research, they just watch the MSM. Exactly. Well, more, more yeah, now like Jeffrey than ever, Epstein people... should have been enough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, come on, like, dude, and I can't get over the fact that that was, like, a popular meme, and... It was that was it. Like it was just the meme. Oh, he yep. didn't himself, and nothing really happened. Yeah, now it's gone. Now it was like last month's meme. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. So the, I mean, this is this is a clip. I know Caleb's already heard it because we kind of covered it in our Trump versus Biden episode. But I mean, somebody brought up a baby to the front of the audience that had a giant Q painted on their shirt, and Trump was like, "Look at him! Look how happy that baby is!" And he was like, oh, yeah. "Look at that baby!" What a beautiful baby. See, shit like that. Like, yeah. <laughs> he's pointing out a cute baby. Like, why don't you just say some shit? Like, confirm it, dude. Right. It's kind of like when uh, I- like Elon Musk hasn't fully come out and said that the pandemic was a planned event to take away our freedoms. But he has uh, yeah. been saying we're losing our freedoms. And Elon also made his Twitter profile picture from Deus Ex which is a video game about how even in the game, they're called the Illuminati. And in that video game, the Illuminati <laughs> release a planned vi- lab created virus to take away freedoms and control the global population. So it's like kind of the same thing with Trump with QAnon is the same thing with Elon and the pandemic. It's like, okay, so you made your profile picture uh, a video game about how the Illuminati released a virus to control the population and take away freedoms. Why didn't you just come out and say it? You could say the same thing about Trump, where it's like, why don't you just come out and say that, you know, does that make sense? Yeah. Why don't you just come out and say Q is real? Right. Or at least, I feel like, I don't know, I don't think he would have a lot of his supporters out here looking foolish, supporting something that was like, I guess, maybe designed to make his supporters look dumb, unless it was real, you know? Well, I'm yeah, all, that makes sense. Like, he wouldn't want like his own people. Like, why would you send your own people out there just to look, just to feed into some kind of nonsense frenzy? There's yeah, there'd be some truth behind it. Yeah, like if it was really crazy, he probably would have said something like, "Oh, these people are dumb," because he calls out everybody else. Like, why won't he just call these QAnon retards out if they're really retards? You know? Right. Exactly. And there's not like, I mean, like, 
there's not that many of them either, like to affect like voting or anything like that. Yeah. It's not like he would like lose all of his base. Yeah, he would just lose a small portion of he it. Would, he would probably lose the most enthusiastic part of his base, but not like his whole base. Yeah, yeah. Because the most enthusiastic Trump supporters are cute people, I would say. Uh, yeah. Some of them, yes. I mean, there's also, I mean, his main fan base is like the people that are like pretty far right and old school Republican but not super, super far right. Because if you go too far right, then they start questioning everything Trump does that's not completely in line with what they believe. Yeah. Well, they're not, they're definitely like, I, Trump's base is, I think, I don't know what the percentage would be, but it seems like most of it would be the anti, not just anti-Obama, but anti-Bush. Like, yes. a lot of the people mm-hmm. like like me that hated like Bush and his war on terror and like the, the, his whole foreign policy and his economic policy, just like Obama's was the same thing Bush did. Like, I think that's a lot of where Trump's base comes from. So I, I don't think it's fair to say that they're all conservative. You're right. You're absolutely right. They're not all like super conservative, <laughs> but there's a large portion of them that are like the middle America kind of um, lower middle class, economically people that always vote like conservative and the people that were fed up with like the uh <laughs> I just farted <laughs> in the mic. <laughs> I didn't know if it would pick it up, but I think it did. Yeah, I heard the shit out of that. Nice. <laughs> but uh yeah, yeah. I, I it here's what I'm trying to say. All pretty much all Q supporters are Trump fans, but not all Trump fans are Q supporters. Yeah, yeah, I hear that. That's not, I, I'm, that's reasonable. It was all all poop water. <laughs> <laughs> Bill so, Gates and his poop water. <laughs> Bill Gates. So, uh, okay, so I guess we we got sidetracked um, <laughs> as far as uh, as far as. As far as Obamagate goes, like, I think we all agree Obama is not getting in trouble for this, but, like, what about the public perception? Do you think, like, people are, now that there's more documentation of it, that people are actually, on a nationwide scale, realizing that um, Obama oversaw the illegal wiretapping of his political opponent? No. Well, I I think... I, I feel like it's solid information like it is coming out and keeps coming out like that. I don't know why Obama wouldn't end up in jail, you know? Like, I guess it, it only because of, like, who he is. But I don't – I can't imagine a world where, like, the president is tweeting, Obamagate, Obama got caught, and everybody in his administration um, is culpable in the – wiretapping and then it goes straight to him like he's he's got to be held responsible somehow and i i don't imagine him getting off away scot-free but i also don't imagine him sitting in jail but i don't know what the medium in between the two are and it's weird um he loses his position at netflix (laughs) 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 my god (laughs) netflix fires now if anything netflix will give him a raise because they're owned by the chinese (laughs) 
but uh yeah it's no i i i see what you're saying though it's it seems like um it seems like obama's gonna uh lose a lot of respect from a good chunk of the nation kind of like how uh reagan did for fast and furious or not fast and furious that was obama too <laughs> obama did fast and furious I meant how uh, the Iran Contra, the Iran Contra kind of ruined Reagan's yeah. legacy, but like the Republicans still consider Reagan to be awesome, even though he sucked. I feel like it'll be the yeah. same thing. Like forever, the right is gonna like have something to point out that as for why Obama sucked, but the left will always yeah. ignore that fact. I don't see just like even when oh, like Trump said like to Hillary in the debate, like you'll be in jail because you'd be in jail. It was like. Even even when he yeah. said that, I was like, "Yeah, that'd be." It goes back to like uh, boomer hope porn. It's like, I, be, yeah. I I mean, even I would love to see Obama and Hillary in jail. Do I think it's going to ever happen? No. Right, and it's because these people have just—they're too far ingrained into everything. You can't send a president to jail. Yeah, like that—that that would look terrible. The whole country <laughs> would. No one's going to support that. Yeah, you're right. The, the only people you can only send whistleblowers to jail. You can't send government officials to jail. When has a government official gone to jail? Like Fucking, even um, Dennis Hassert went to like country <laughs> prison for a couple months. Yeah, country club. Yeah, I, that was the first example I was gonna think of. Is Dennis Hast? It's like yeah, but that's it's like the Hastert. only example I can think of. <laughs> yeah, I mean, even Anthony Weiner got off scot free for what he did, pretty much. Like he was in like well, no, fake jail. He got dragged through the mud. He didn't. Did he go to jail? I he think didn't go to jail. I thought. I thought he went to jail, but it wasn't like a life out. sentence. Oh, okay. I just thought he got dragged through the mud and had to like go into hiding. Yeah. No, he served eighteen months. That's what. Oh, okay. uh, that's what New York Times says. Oh, okay. Nice. But that's still like I mean any like normal person that did that. You get fucking shanked in jail. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm I'm looking at Twitter right now, and hashtag subpoena Obama is trending. Oh, interesting. Yeah. That'd be <laughs> I, that's one other like mark that under my list of things that I don't think will happen. <laughs> yeah, we can't even get Hillary Clinton to sit down for her deposition. Yeah, We're not like gonna a, get Obama. Like two judges said that like. Uh, Judicial Watch like actually got to where she has to testify again about Benghazi, and like I heard that the the judge ruled that she ha Hillary has to testify about it. That was the last I heard of it. For all I know, yeah. it's never gonna happen. She's never gonna be under oath. Yep. And then coronavirus happened, so yeah. I mean that's a perfect excuse to just not show up. That actually perfect makes me excuse okay. to make everybody forget everything. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what um, we've been talking about this a little bit lately. The um, Biden versus Trump debates. Are they going to actually do that in person? Are they going to uh, do it over Zoom? Are they going to well, like I, have Trump and I, Biden debating over Skype or Zoom? Or are they just <laughs> going to are they just going to cancel it and be like, well, we can't have the debates. So uh, you'll just have to vote without any debates for the first time in debate American debate history. Well, considering the fact that Joe Biden is a nominee, they will probably go for like no debates. Yeah, but if exactly. they if they did have it, um, I think the last debate with Biden and Sanders was like 
in person, but nobody they had like no audience, so it was awkward and yeah, it everybody was no was just, audience, and it was sorry. six. They had the six feet separation between their two podiums. Yeah, yeah, they can't let Biden debate. There's no way, dude. He can't even form a sentence. Like he, it would be just rude to watch Trump debate him. It would be it, sad. It would be like. <laughs> <laughs> it would Sad. be like watching the bully on the playground pick on the polio kid. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah exactly. It, it, it wouldn't be. It wouldn't even be fun to watch. I it wouldn't think even it, be. It kind of would be fun to watch, though. Maybe at first, but I feel like it'd get kind of sad. Like when he was like when Trump dismantled Jeb so efficiently, <laughs> it'd be kind of like that. <laughs> yeah, dude, uh, I can't believe Trump is, ended Jeb's campaign. Only by calling him low energy. Low energy Jeb. <laughs> low energy Jeb. And then it's so funny that he had an exclamation point after his name too for all of his uh campaign gear. <laughs> Jeb. <laughs> That's a good point. How do you even it's think like about he was it? Trying to force the energy. He was like, "Fuck! I know I'm low energy. Let me just throw in an exclamation point in there, and then everybody will say Jeb." <laughs> Jeb. The reason is not just to help people who have or, or in fact are. And like to get Alzheimer's. I like to get Alzheimer's. <laughs> Play that one more time. I didn't hear all that. And the reason is not just to help people who have or, or in fact are and like to get Alzheimer's. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Uh, my name's Joe Biden. That clip alone should be able case. to show you. Jet, or, uh, Biden just Jeb, cannot debate. He can't Jeb get on stage Biden, with Trump and win. Jeb Biden. <laughs> My name's Joe Biden. I'm running for, in this case, running for president of the United States. Look me over. If you like what you see, help out. If not, vote for the other person. <laughs> Look me over. <laughs> Look me over. If not, vote for the other person. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> I'm not that good. Oh, man. Back, I guess back to Obamagate, man. Like, we we're all on the same page. Like, more people now know that it happened, but nobody's going to jail for it unless it's somebody like McCabe. Pretty much, yeah. Like, well, I, I think I, I feel good. like if Obamagate blows over, there might be uh, increased scrutiny for all of Obama's eight years, and that might lead to like. I don't know, more, um, I guess, people going to jail for like things like Fast and Furious, um, increased scrutiny on what he did with the IRS targeting like conservatives and then like spying on the AP journalists and shit, because that shit was right. all bad. And I feel like if one scandal blows open, then hopefully like we might have mainstream acceptance of these other things. Despite him saying, oh, my administration was scandal free. Yeah. Well, here's the deal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it, it, I hope you're right. I hope you're right. I'll be happy if you are. I don't know what's going to happen. Uh, it's just, it's it seems like a lot of sh there's a lot of shady people, even on the uh, pro Trump side that are acting like it's like, oh, we got him. Like, oh, it's like, it's a, it's a closed case. And it's like, I don't know, man. Like, a lot of us have been, we've known this has been going on, like the attempted coup against Trump, but like this victory dance that people are doing already, I'm 
skeptical of it. Yeah, I definitely think it's way too early to be celebratory. But I think it's a good sign that Trump is tweeting Obamagate. I think that lets oh, me yeah, know we're on the right path, hopefully. Well, I, yeah, I'm with you there. Hopefully. I uh, Definitely. I, I think, though, that taking everything with a grain of salt and looking at the track record of what happens with these kind of things, yeah. the easiest and most likely conclusion is that nothing will happen. Putin. <laughs> I feel like we can't kind of like compare this situation to the past because in the past there was never a Trump in office, you know? That's true. And if yeah. he's the guy we want him to be and think he might be, then hopefully we could change things. Yeah, so, okay, hopefully. so as far as, because uh, I, like, when Trump was running against Hillary, I hated Hillary, but I really was, I was kind of sleeping on Trump. I wasn't a Trump fan by any means. He's yeah. kind of, he's grown on me over the last couple of years. But, like, if you had to nail it down, Jay, like, what would you say are, like, good, like, things that Trump's done that, like, are 100%, like, good? Like, um, he, he nailed it. Number, I think, um, like, his most important contribution to the American political field is him exposing the corporate media for being yes. a fake news propaganda with, yep. arm of the democrat party like that that, that is his like top accomplishment in my in my eyes yeah or or just uh yeah, I, even he's even expo exposed uh fox news for being like a corporate shill so it's not even necessarily democrats i think he's just ex exposed the corporate media in general but yeah mainly being a left extreme left wing propaganda arm yeah and i yeah, think it's I, like I think it's so beautiful how he can have like a an arena full of boomers chanting CNN sucks. Like nobody could ever <laughs> yeah. get away with that. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, I, I remember one of my favorite conspiracy theories about Trump that was going on is like he was in Dallas, and it was the exact day. It was it was whatever um, nineteen sixty three. It was like the exact same day. That can, of the year that Kennedy got shot in Dallas, Trump was doing a rally in Dallas. Oh. And so the theory was, like, they're going to kill Trump. They're going to assassinate him. And then uh, the QAnon people got a hold of this clip of Trump versus the uh, <laughs> Trump in the debates. And, tr and I mean, sorry, uh, Biden in the debates. And Biden says, Here, look, here's the deal. The main thing we need to do is remove this president on the 23rd of November. And that turned out to be the day that Trump was doing a rally in Dallas, like a week or two after that. So, like, one of my favorite conspiracy theories that turned out to be totally fake was that, like, they were going to assassinate Trump in Dallas as, like, some kind of ritual. <laughs> because that's when Kennedy got assassinated in Dallas. Like, all these people were like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah they're going to do it. I wouldn't put it past them. I, I, I thought Obama was going to get assassinated low-key. <laughs> You thought or hoped? <laughs> started, started off thought, kind of more on the hope side. <laughs> hope and change. <laughs> yeah, for real. Fuck. <laughs> uh, dude, 
Let me see if I can. Let me see if I can find. I just want to listen to this Boondock song that you tweeted out. Oh my god, <laughs> that shit is so funny, <laughs> dude. I I hadn't seen that episode in years when you tweeted out, and I was like, oh my god. Yeah, I forgot about it, and then somebody had like replied to the first tweet just with like uh, like they just mentioned the song, and then I lit I looked it up, had to post it. I don't know if I can find it. It's probably way back in the in the archives, isn't it? Let me see. I can probably DM it to you really quick. I, I only tweeted that shit like a week ago, which is crazy. I got like 4,000 followers in a week. Dude, yeah. No, that's that's the first time I saw you. That shit's so funny. Everybody <laughs> hates Don Lemon, apparently. Dude, oh, God, Don Lemon. Yeah, do you listen to No Agenda? I do not. Should I? Yes. Dude, oh, yeah. It's so good. Um, I, they, they are they, spot on about a lot of things. Because when you tweeted this, <laughs> yeah. dude, I when yeah. you tweeted this, I must have sent this to like ten different people. <laughs> Hell yeah, that's hilarious. Because I had told, I had totally forgotten about like how good the yeah. Here it is. Here we go. <laughs> you said, "Hey, hey, bro, Don Lemon, I got the perfect song for you." <laughs> And it was right, like, I, I don't know if Caleb probably doesn't even know about this. Don Lemon went on this whole rant. Or actually, let's, uh, okay. can we just, can we just play the Don Lemon rant before we play this? Yeah, you got to. Yeah. So Don Lemon's on CNN talking about how Trump's just jealous of Obama, basically. What is it about President Obama that really gets under your skin? <laughs> Is it because he's smarter than you? (laughs) Better educated? Made it on his own? Didn't need daddy's help? (laughs) Wife is more accomplished? Better looking? I don't know. What is it? What is it about him? That he's a black man that's accomplished? Game president? (laughs) That he punked you on the whole... Birth certificate thing. What is punk it about him? <laughs> I think Trump Just is wondering. the one who punked Obama. Like, yeah. <laughs> dude, Don Lemon, man. So you said, uh, you said apparently, quote unquote, news these days is apparently just some gay whining on TV. This I'll true. say a gay nigga whining on TV. Yeah, yeah. I didn't want to. Uh, <laughs> I, I I left out that one word, but no, it's, it's so funny. Like, it's like, true though. It's, it's yeah, fucking true. But, like everybody who was laughing at that was just like some like some middle aged white person, and I just thought that was the funniest shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I wish I was middle aged. I'm just a white person. I can't. I'm... <laughs> You'll get there one day. Yeah. My birthday was yesterday, so I'm I'm getting close. Twenty six. I just need like ten more years, and I'll be good. Five to ten more yeah. years. I honestly thought I was gonna get banned for calling Don Lemon a gay nigga whining on TV, but <laughs> I'm still here. So. <laughs> yeah, no. As long as you as long as you stay away from criticizing five G or vaccines, they'll probably let you do what you want. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> but yeah, then you uh. This is what I was looking for. Is like you said, hey, bro, Don Lemon, I got the perfect song for you. And it's one of the classic Boondocks episodes. This is 
this came out 2008 before Obama got elected, if I'm correct. Yeah. Like, it's like an old right episode. Before. Yeah. Like, before his first term. Got up this morning, things weren't working right. I said, I want to make a change. I said, I want to fight. Obama walked up and said, yes, we can. I said, I want to ride your nuts because I think you're the man. Now I So it's Will I is Will I am and Thug Nificent, right? <laughs> it's okay to ride that dick just as long as it's Barack. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, I uh, God, dude, the Boondocks, uh, the Boondocks is so good. But yeah, like, I guess I saw that and about about died. Don, yeah, Don Lemon is like perfect of all, like of all the. There's been plenty of like straight up dipshits. Brian Stelter, Oliver Darcy, Chris Cuomo, even Wolf Blitzer. Yeah. Like like when Wolf Blitzer was like Rand Paul like was on CNN talking to Wolf Blitzer and Rand Paul said, "Well, uh, I don't think that we should base our foreign policy on how much uh, money weapons companies are going to make. I think we should worry about human lives being destroyed." And Wolf Blitzer goes, so for you, it's more about a moral thing and not all the people that would lose their jobs at Raytheon and Halliburton. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, I can find that clip. And it's like, it's so like, I, I, there's no shortage of dipshits at CNN, but like Don Lemon has got to be one of the worst. Like Don Lemon is like straight up just like any way he can cause division, he'll do it. Yep. 100%. Like you. Do you remember his Kevin Hart rant? Like when he was talking about Kevin Hart about like breaking yeah. a doll box, he's like, Kevin, <laughs> you know what, oh, I'm what the about? fuck? Do you remember that? No, dude. Don, <laughs> uh, when Kevin Hart had, uh, yeah, here we go. Don, this is from CNN's own YouTube page. Don Lemon makes emotional appeal to Kevin Hart because Kevin Hart, remember when he was going to host the Oscars? Oh, yeah, and then they found his old tweets. Yeah, he had these tweets about, like, if I found out my son was gay, I'll break a doll box, a doll house over his head. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, like, Don Lemon does this, like, condescending, pleading, like, 10-minute thing on CNN about how, like, Kevin Hart's a homophobe and he needs to, like, apologizing won't be enough. A comedian used to say that, Joan Rivers used to say it. And the reason I'm saying it is because we want to talk about another comedian, uh, Kevin Hart. So <laughs> this is something that's important to me. So can we talk about Kevin Hart? <laughs> <laughs> I never thought Kevin Hart was funny and never really liked him. But after this, I became a Kevin Hart fan just because of Don Lemon shitting on Kevin Hart. I was like, <laughs> I'm now a Kevin Hart fan. Right. Um, and it's important to me, it's important to the LGBT community, and it's important to the black community. And I am a proud member of both. So I feel obligated to speak out on this, issues, this issue. I see problems that need solving and they need to be addressed and conversations that we need to have. Uh, and I have to start with what has been going on with Kevin Hart. 
He stepped down from hosting the Oscars last month after tweets from 2009 and 2011 resurfaced with derogatory language. <laughs> okay, so wait, they, CNN has the tweets pulled up now. So can I just read them <laughs> verbatim? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, Kevin Hart replying to Wayne two five two one five. It's Kevin Hart. LM, LMA, I'm going to read these verbatim. LMAO, that's why you sweat for nat for no reason, you fat faced fag. <laughs> I don't know what he's doing. <laughs> <trying. laughs> Here's another one. Yo, if my son comes home and tries to play with my daughter's dollhouse, I'm going to break it over his head and say in my voice, stop, that's gay. <laughs> Why does Damian Wayne's profile pic look like a gay billboard for AIDS? Boom, I'm on fire tonight. <laughs> so that was the best three tweets of all of Kevin Hart's tweets. That they when, could come when up with tweets like what, like 20, 2009 or something? Uh, yeah, two thousand nine, uh, two thousand eight, and the other one I don't see a date for. It's just like it's like just the fact that like I just love it when Do people like Don Lemon or Chris Cuomo, will, or especially Brian Seltzer, Oliver Darcy, it's like you're spending your hour long news segment complaining about what someone tweeted. And they're a comedian. <laughs> right? What tweeted like what five years ago? At this point, like it that? was yeah, it was more than that. It was probably like eight years ago at that point, maybe more yeah. than that, eight to ten years That's ago. Not news. It's not even close to news. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's hilarious. Referring to gay people and disparaging comments about sexuality, but it's not just tweets. Hart used to talk about making sure that his son wasn't gay in his stand-up routine. Watch this. Watch Every this. kid has a gay moment, okay? Every kid. But when it happens, you gotta nip it in the bud. You gotta stop it right there. Hey, stop! That's gay! I turned back around to check on my son again. A little boy was grinding on my son's ass. He, he was like this. I, I didn't know what to do. I panicked. I knocked them both down. <laughs> so That's funny. That's it's funny. funnier when he says it, too. <laughs> but, but Don, like, I don't even think Kevin Hart's that funny, but, like, it's funny. But, like, Don Lemon... As soon as that stand-up set comes back, it comes back to Don Lemon's like stern face. Like Smash cuts back to him, and he's just like, "Oh my God, I can't believe Kevin Hart said that." And here's Hart telling his side of the story to Ellen. To Ellen, <laughs> here's, <laughs> here's Kevin Hart telling his side of the story to Ellen. The next morning, after a day full of. Congratulations and celebrations. I'm hit with an onslaught on social media of my past coming back up again. Literally the next morning. Mm -hmm. uh, not even a full 24 hours to glow in the glory of Kevin Hart is hosting this year's Oscars. And when it happened, you know, my, my, first, my first thought is I'm going to ignore it. I'm going to ignore it because it's 10 years old. This is stuff I've addressed. I've... I've talked about this. This isn't new. I've addressed it. All right, so let's <laughs> let's walk through that. <laughs> okay, Kevin thanks, Don Lemon. put out a Twitter apology after he stepped down from hosting the Oscars. Kevin said that he has addressed his homophobic jokes in the past, but what about the notion that there were apologies? 
Well, Vulture is an entertainment news website from New York Magazine. They did an investigation and found all the times that Hart addressed any of the things that he may have done to offend gay people. <laughs> what they did not find was an apology or the words, I'm sorry. We couldn't find one either. And if you can find one, honestly, feel free to send it our way and we will handle it. <laughs> handle it. Handle, handle it. Don't worry. Don't let me it, guys. This is what, like, <laughs> CNN, CNN now involves, like, the top CNN hosts scouring, supposedly scouring the internet to find an apology from a stand-up comedian about a joke they made 10 years ago. That's CNN primetime news now. Oh, my God. I can't believe watch that shit they get so much money they get paid to bitch on TV it's it's I can't I just I, it speaks for itself like anything I say about this is just dwarfed by how ridiculous it is in general but one thing I will say about Kevin Hart is midgets are supposed to be funny and he usually isn't <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I'm I'm much more of a Dave Chappelle kind of guy. Yeah, Dave yeah. Kevin good. Kevin Hart is like the least funny midget of all time. <laughs> it is true that some of his old jokes had been addressed in 2015. Kevin told Rolling Stone that he wouldn't tell homophobic jokes anymore. He said that he wouldn't <laughs> tell them anymore because, and this is the quote: "The times weren't as sensitive." as they are now. Yeah. Okay. Sensitivity, though, is not an apology. And remember, he said the Academy gave him an ultimatum. Apologize or don't host the Oscars. So I just got a call from the Academy, and um, that call basically said, Kevin, apologize for your tweets of old, or we're going to have to move on and find another host. Talking about the tweets from 2009-2010. I chose to pass. I passed on the apology. The reason why I passed because I've addressed this several times. Okay, so when given an opportunity to apologize again, Kevin said he wouldn't, so no Oscars. For many, especially, for many in the gay community, but especially in the black community, okay, the Twitter apologies or explanations on Ellen have fallen flat. I'm sure you've seen what folks are saying. If you haven't, check it out. To many, they check it out. Seem <laughs> Just check it out real quick. And that he has somehow turned himself into a victim instead of acknowledging the real victims of violent and sometimes deadly homophobia. Kevin, if anything, this is the time to hear other people out, to understand why they might have been offended. And I don't see any meaningful outreach to the LGBT community. Not that I, not that I know of. Maybe you do it privately, and if you do, then I congratulate you, but nothing that you have spoken of. This is four minutes in. There's ten more minutes of Don Lemon bitching at Kevin Hart for jokes he made and bitching at his half-ass, quote-unquote, half-ass apology. And I've watched enough Don Lemon to know that that's, like, his whole fucking show. <laughs> like, his whole show, like, Don Lemon's whole show is, like, basically, like, I can't believe that everyone doesn't agree with me and that everyone doesn't kiss my ass. 
because I am a gay minority. Like that's like that's like his Don Lemon is. It's 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 bad. It's bad, dude. Somebody needs a. Somebody needs a. What well, I don't know. Somebody needs to put a stop to it. <laughs> I can't believe how long he's been on TV too. I feel like that dude's been fucking on CNN for like a decade now. There's there's always some gold. There's always some straight up gold. He had that pastor come on. You know who I'm talking about? Uh, no, I don't think so. Well, we can we can we can switch gears. I don't want to get down a Don Lemon rabbit hole unless you're really that <laughs> interested. Yeah, fuck Don Lemon. Fuck Don yeah. Lemon. <laughs> Put him in the trash. Yeah, throw him away. Eight Don Lemon. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was, at a certain point, it's like I'm just wasting time talking about Don Lemon. But there's Damn, some bad... he's been he's been with CNN since 2006. Holy shit! Whoa. That's right. Fourteen years of lemon. <laughs> he, had a, he had a pastor. Uh, he had a pa- he had like this older pastor on, uh, talking about Trump's response to like the African American community, and like yeah. the pastor was like, he Don Lemon just was spends like five Owens? minutes. Uh, Bill Owens. I'm not sure. Don Don Lemon just like spends most of the time trying to get the guy to. Like, basically, just like shit on Trump. Like, it's like, yeah. It was, it went around for a while. I can't remember the name of the guy. But yeah, I think we, we already agreed, anyways, not to focus on Don Lemon anymore. So <laughs> somebody, somebody change gears for me before I go back to Don Lemon. Uh, today. Actually, I found it. 20- Actually, I found it too late. It's too late. All right. We'll, we'll stay here for a little bit. <laughs> stay on Don Lemon for a second. So this, uh, yeah, this is a, a pastor that Don Lemon had on this week. President met today with 20 African-American pastors and faith leaders behind closed doors at the White House. Joining me now, one of those pastors, Reverend Bill Owens, is the founder and president of the Coalition of African-American Pastors. Uh, pastor, thank you so much uh, for joining us. Good evening to you. What did the president say about his attacks against uh, these leaders of color? And did any of the faith leaders raise concerns about that? Well, I think something was said in passing. Uh, I don't tune in to negative talk from any side. So uh, some things were mentioned, and I took the position that we as black pastors should go down to Baltimore and see what we can do to help. Uh, I'm not going to criticize if there's a need, because I was born poor when I was up until I was eight years old. uh, I lived in a two-room house, no water, no lights, a potbelly stove in the middle of the the kitchen, and uh, until I was eight years old. But and uh, Pastor, so I go poverty. We have a delay, so pardon me for that. So I just want to just for. (laughs) So first of all, Don Lemon just interrupts him and blames it on a delay. Like, eh, let's not talk about that. Like, we have a delay. Sorry about that. We have a delay. So I just want to change the subject. It's like <laughs> so funny. <laughs> it's like he's. If you look at it, like what he's sitting behind, it looks like he's in the middle of a casino because all the CNN anchors are like sheltered in place now, supposedly. So they have a green screen behind him. Who's cracking open a beer? I need a. I need a drink. Ask me. I'm on uh, Yingling number. Four. 
Nice. I'm getting a. I'm, I'm gonna stir up my margarita that I forgot about and keep drinking that. What are you drinking on, Jay? I'm gonna have to drink the next time. It's like one o'clock. I was not prepared to drink. <laughs> <laughs> I always, I keep forgetting you're like four hours behind us. Yeah. For the sake of time, and I don't mean to cut you off here. The question was, what did the president sure. say about his attacks against those leaders of color, and did any of the faith leaders raise concerns about that? I don't remember him saying anything about leader, uh, colored leaders, uh, uh, leaders that are colored. Uh, there were some things discussed, uh, said, but I don't remember him referring to leaders of color. Did anybody there raise concerns about what he has been saying lately about uh, people like Elijah Cummings or <laughs> anyone? So it, it's not as good as if you don't see it, but like Don Lemon is visibly getting pissed that this pastor is yeah. not saying that Trump is a racist piece of shit. <laughs> like Don Lemon's like, um, I'm leading you into every question and you're not going along with it. <laughs> right. Well, that was not the purpose of the meeting today. The day the meeting was how can we help the black community? That is my concern. That was the purpose of the meeting. That is the reason I came to Washington, and that is my focus, helping our inner city young people especially, our children, our young people. So the president tweeted today that he was looking forward to his meeting with wonderful inner city pastors. Any concern for you that the president used this meeting with black leaders to insulate himself from that criticism? <laughs> I don't think so. I don't, I don't think that at all, because I've been to the White House four times in five months. So it was nothing about insulating him from anything. He wanted to hear from us what our concerns were and what he could do to help us. So, Pastor, you've said some controversial things before. In 2012, you equated President Obama's support of same-sex marriage to supporting child molestation. You later walked that back. <laughs> But that in itself Whoa. is an outrageous statement. Why should anyone take you seriously? I've never said. I've never said that. I've never said that. I have never said that. I had a difference with Obama about same-sex marriage. I've never mentioned a child about a President Obama. Never, never, never. If I did find it, he <laughs> says. He says if I did find it, and then Don Lemon rolls his eyes and does not try to find it and changes the subject. Of course not, because he's not a fucking journalist. Yeah, <laughs> dude, Don. Oh God, I. I don't want to say I hate Don Lemon, but like, he is not a journalist. That's the nice way to put it. <laughs> yeah, I've never yeah. said. That. Uh, you did, and this from? is a quote. Okay, if if you watch the men who have been caught having sex with little boys, you will note that all of them will say that they were molested as a child. Owen said at a news conference in 2012. For the president to condone this type of thing is irresponsible. He later walked those comments back saying he didn't think the president was condoning molestation. Is that not correct? That is correct. I, I've never felt the president was doing that. As a matter of fact, the president is a gentleman. We had a deep conversation with one of his key assistants to talk about the things that we disagreed with him on. And the only thing I disagreed with President Obama on was same-sex marriage. That's the only thing. Then reporters tried to get me to go into other avenues, and I would not do it because I feel same-sex marriage was ungodly. And I <laughs> okay, so just that alone, like the fact that this pastor <clears throat> literally just said he agrees with Obama on everything other than same-sex marriage, and yet that's still not enough to be on the Obama team. 
<laughs> right. Apparently, it's like I agree with Obama on everything except same-sex it's, marriage, but that's, that's still not enough. Like that's you're still anti-Obama. You you only agree with ninety-nine percent of them. So we're gonna trash you on CNN here. <laughs> Fucking ridiculous. Yeah. And he would like Lemon went on the attack as soon as he wasn't like as soon as the pastor wasn't compliant there. Yeah, well, he was like, on the attack I mean, like, from the that start. That was like nasty. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it keep it keeps getting worse too. I took that position there, I take so, it down. So, I, you know, I know it's hard for you. You think it's hard to believe that Trump is racist, but he's repeatedly used racially charged language. He consistently attacks black and brown elected leaders. So. Why is that hard to believe, Pastor? Well, I, I find President Trump uh, leaders of all colors. He, he attacks who he will. He's his own man. And I can't, I can't dictate what he should or should not do. But he does not just attack black people. He attacks anybody, and you know it. And <laughs> you know it. <laughs> so as a, as a man of faith, as a Christian, you're saying he attacks anyone. Um, it sounds like you're condoning attacks. Is that Christianly or, or godly? Oh, God. I'm just stating a statement of fact. I'm not condoning anything. I'm stating a statement of fact. President Trump does not pick the people he attacks because of color. He attacks anybody he feels needed. And is that okay with you? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not. Jeez. I'm not but I've been attacked. Uh, let, let me tell you something. Let me give you a little background. I was at, in seminary, and I started recruiting students for this university. And I got criticism from my leaders, from many ministers. Why are you down at that white man's school? So I'm used to criticism. I couldn't believe it. We started out with three students and put 400 students in a university, inner city students, that this ministry CAAP was born out of, which was give me a chance ministry, asking the university to give these students a chance to go to college. So students pastor, who had no listen, idea they could even go to college. I yes. appreciate your I appreciate your giving me your biography. I do, but in this, for the sake of time, because I don't have a lot of time with you, I have a lot of show head. What does that have to do with this? Right. Cousin? Okay, then. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh God. I was criticized then, and I'm criticized now directly or indirectly for meeting with the president. What I'm trying to say is I do what I can to help our young people, wherever that is, however that is. And I have an agenda to help our black young people and poor people of any color throughout this country. I've done it, and I'm going to do it again. And I will work with the president on that agenda. Did you work with President Barack Obama on that agenda? I work with all presidents on that agenda. All presidents. I work with anybody that wants to help this country and help our inner city young people. I don't want them to have to go through what I went through to get where I am. Thank God I'm blessed. Starting from nothing on the other side of scratch, I have three university degrees. I thank God for that because God blessed me in this great country. Pastor Owens, again, thank you so much for coming on. I appreciate your time. <laughs> Come on, dude. Dude, that was, uh, <clears throat> I found, like, when I first searched that on Twitter, the first thing that came up was Donald Trump Jr. tweeted out that video. So that goes to show you how oh, well 
<laughs> goes to show you how well it worked out in CNN and Don Lemon's favor. But yeah, that's yeah. They just done. made Lemon look like a like just ridiculous. Yeah, it's like no matter how nice the pastor tried to be or how cool he was about it, Don Lemon was like, "Well, don't you think that that makes you a piece of shit?" That's like it's like it's <laughs> fucking ridiculous. That's enough, Don Lemon though. That was, that was probably my bad redirecting. Uh, we were on Obamagate before that, right? I think so. Yeah. <laughs> my bad. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, so what's going on with that? What's going on with that whole thing? Hopefully jail. Hopefully jail. <laughs> but if Lyndon Johnson and George H.W. Bush didn't go to jail for the Kennedy assassination, what makes us think that Obama or Hillary are going to face any repercussions? Obama is a black guy. <laughs> <laughs> that might be the reason why he might face jail time. Dude, <laughs> the first president to go to jail, also the first black president. I oh hope you're. God. I hope you're exactly. wrong. I hope you're. I God. I hope you're wrong because I'm gonna like now that you put that thought in my head. I'm gonna feel bad if Obama does go to jail. I'm gonna feel bad about it. <laughs> Right? <laughs> like, like, uh, white again. <laughs> Fucking whitey, dude. The white devil. Ah, <laughs> shit. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> I didn't even consider that. <laughs> it's like... I, try, I try not to. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's like, I guess that makes sense, though. Like, if there's going to be a first <laughs> If, there, if there, any president goes to jail, the first president, the first black president is the first black jailed president, I guess. I guess is, I hope that's not the case. Yes, we'll have to try another fucking minority. Maybe we'll have a Hispanic president. <laughs> as long as it's not a, as long as it's not a Chinese president, I'm good with any of the other races. Yeah, dude. Oh, man. I can't believe people were, were going to vote for Andrew Yang. I, I have a. I have three close friends that were all in on Yang. Dude, Yang had so much momentum, too. Yeah. It's crazy. I liked him for a little bit uh, until he actually started explaining how he wanted to do stuff. Right. The ideas he had were good, but the way he wanted to do them were just terrible. Yeah, it was like, we, uh, we need uh, universal basic income, but instead of taking a small chunk of the military budget and surveillance state budget... We're going to keep that all in place, and we're just going to fucking tax you from your paycheck to pay for it. And that's where I was like, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> what? It's <laughs> like, like, yeah, no, fuck you. <laughs> we'll just tax you and then devalue the money so that it's just, you're just still sitting at zero. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If we take that? If we take your money... But then we give it back to you, then it's fair. Oh, okay. That sounds great. Thanks, Mr. Yang. <laughs> Other than that, though, what I liked about Yang was he had, uh, like, at least was addressing concerns about uh, automation and, like, manufacturing fields and stuff like that. Right. Like, he was the only one talking about, like, how the shift is going to, like, change from 
like there's all these like jobs that millions of people have right now that are going to totally shift to being completely automated. Like no people are going to be required for them. And he was the only one talking about that kind of stuff. And I like that about him, but that was <laughs> yeah, it. It's, it's the that same thing with it. Bernie. It's like with Bernie had the same thing. It's like your diagnosis of the problem. I agree with, but your antidote, your solution to the problem is where we differ. Same thing with yeah. Yang. Like, it's like, oh, we need to, like, he had on his website until he got so much pressure to take it off, he removed it but never apologized. Andrew Yang had the news and information ombudsman section of his campaign website where we're going to set up a new branch of government to tell you what the real news and what the fake news is. Oh, my it's God. It's like, what could go wrong? And they were going to fine and shut you down, fine you and shut you down if they didn't, if, like, it wasn't, like, official officially approved <laughs> congratulations you are a government approved news organization <laughs> yeah yeah so that was the biggest red flag for yang for me it's like i would much rather not get any government checks in the mail and keep my freedom of speech and still be able to watch Infowars than then fucking have to get the government to let me tell me what i can watch it's like no thanks I don't want yeah, free I'm money. Not for any kind of more, like anything that the government controls, I'm pretty much against it. There's no reason for them to try to control. But people are like, no, government, control me more. Tell me what to do. Tell me what to watch. Tell me who's fake. Tell me who is accurate. Yeah. Wait, wait, Please, wait. government, I can't think for myself. Please. Second on the big old Please, government, government teddy. <laughs> I am a high-priced Washington lobbyist peddling influence. Who wants candy? Uh, I really hope King of the Hill comes back. I think that's what we all really, really aspire to be is Dale Gribble. I think Dale that's Gribble. what we all want. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. Who wants to know? Did you reply, who wants to know? Yes. <laughs> uh, so, so, oh, look, I'm looking at the, I'm looking at the wrong checklist here. I'm still looking at the apocalypse checklist. Well, hey, shit, Jay, while you're here, man, might as well uh, talk to you about the apocalypse. Yeah, let's do it. So we the talked about nukes. Ended. Yep. We talked about viruses. Okay. We talked about 2012, the end of the Mayan calendar. We talked about man-made climate change. All right, fuck we, that. We talked about the Book of Revelations. Mark Ooh, of the Beast okay. shit. Interesting. Um, the only ones we're missing... Oh, we talked about asteroids a little bit. So we're missing zombies and CERN, Hadron Collider, and then like other cosmic events. Oh, dude. Uh, CERN, a CERN apocalypse would be tight. I don't know what the fuck CERN is doing with that collider, but it would be cool black holes, the man. world. Open up black holes, bro. Zombies would also be sick. But I just I don't think that I don't think zombies are real. Like, not so yet. I don't I don't ever see it happening. Not until somebody invents one. But you got to right. a zombie a zombie apocalypse. <laughs> a zombie apocalypse still more likely than man-made climate change. I think we could all agree. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I can see I can see zombies within twelve years before the world ending in twelve years. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Mm -hmm. I don't know, like looking because we uh we were recording the apocalypse episode before 
you skyped in. So, yep. like, uh, I'll give you what our ratings were. Nukes, scale of 1 to 10, which most, like, how likely is this apocalypse to destroy all mankind? For nukes, Caleb put an 8 out of 10. I put a 6 out of 10. Uh, virus, we both put 9 out of 10 because it could be a man-made bioweapon or it could be a regular virus, but a virus seems like the easiest way to, like, discreetly yeah. kill a bunch of people without, like, somebody f tracing it back to you. Okay, makes sense. 2012, the end of the mind calendar. Uh, the year 2012, um... Ending all mankind, we took a really brave and unprecedented choice and both gave that a 0 out of 10 likelihood. Just because it's 2020 now and it hadn't happened yet. So. <laughs> right, eight years later. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, climate change, we gave a, a 3 out of... Both gave a 3. Okay. Which, but it's not... I think... Um, Caleb, when we when we picked three out of three, that that could include like non man made stuff, like right, just like just general pollution. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like my thing was, uh, my thing was like a chemical company producing something that ends up being way more toxic than they think, and then they just keep uh, pumping it out and then dumping it into like water or something like that. Right. Yeah, they, and we did we didn't get to zombies yet, so. On one to ten, that's yeah. still blank. Uh, Book of Revelations, like an biblical Armageddon, we both put a five. Yeah, and we didn't right. we didn't finish the asteroids, cosmic events, or CERN hadron collider yet. So, I don't know. Of all that, what's the most likely you think, Jay? That's gonna like end the world. Hmm. Yeah, a nukes virus, twenty twelve climate change, zombies, biblical apocalypse. Asteroids, CERN. I think either like biblical apocalypse or climate change. What? Oh, it's a really? game changer now. It's a game changer. <laughs> because oh. I feel like I don't know. I feel like I don't want to say climate change, but like I guess it's the most unpredictable. I don't know. I don't really know what could happen with the climate. Um, I don't see like a virus being super deadly um, or, or even like nuclear war nah because i i think if we would have gone to nuclear war we would have already done that i agree I with know. you I that yeah no i actually do fair. we were talking about that earlier i feel like we like kind of like grew out of our teenage with teenager with uh nukes phase you know now we're like young adults with nukes more mature <laughs> i like that analogy but, so, somebody, but somebody that hit puberty why, along... Or sorry, uh, go ahead. Go why ahead. global uh, climate change? Um, why is that the most likely? I don't know, because like, what if like another ice age happens or some shit? Like, what are we going to do then, you know? <laughs> mm -hmm. And that seems, like, that seems like the most like realistic. As much as I would want to see zombies attacking everybody, I don't know how, how like real that would actually happen. Yeah, because for the zombie thing, anyways, the only way I've ever been able to wrap that around in my mind is like if there's a like some sort of virus mixed with a parasite, yeah, that like could attach to a person and then kind of like 
keep because like that exists like there's some kind of like spider mite that can control like it infects uh i think it's ants and it can like control their brain once it attaches to them yeah it's freaky as hell dude imagine like like a like a virus that turned everybody into like venom zombies oh (laughs) shit like spider-man shit (laughs) yes oh that'd be oh man that shit would be tight I've been just That'd be pretty uh, cool. You walk I, outside, there's just venoms everywhere. I've been, I've, I'm just still trying to like get over like replaying Portal Two. I don't need venom zombies in my life. <laughs> you know, th- w- when they talk about a tipping point, you know, are we talking about a tipping point that could trigger a climate change, a disastrous, catastrophic climate change, as being a few parts million more of CO two? Or is a tipping point really a mile-wide asteroid slamming into the Earth at 100 times the speed of a rifle bullet? That could be a tipping point, my friend. And- <laughs> so that's my, that's my, that's where I stand on it. I, I stand by that. Like the I, asteroid? I am not worried about a climate tipping point. I am worried about an asteroid impact tipping point. Man, that's so yeah. random, though. Right? Like, I mean, you but can't, that- like... It's an asteroid coming out of space. It's just a flying object coming out of space. Yeah, but... It's not like you can predict... I mean, you could watch it come towards you, but that's about it. Yeah, but it's the amount of... It doesn't matter. It, like, I'm not talking about like what's the easiest to stop in the long term. It's like what's the easiest to prepare for. If Let's say for the sake of argument, climate change, man-made climate change is real. I don't think it is. Let's just say it is. Yeah. For the sake of argument. Okay. We still got 12 years till the tipping point. <laughs> True. <laughs> asteroid. All the time in the world. Asteroid. Yeah. And, and no, that's, that's, just the, that's just 12 years till the tipping point. Doesn't mean the end of the yeah. world. It just means twelve years till we can't reverse it. Now an F five fucking asteroid, bro. I mean, fuck, bro. I mean, come on, bro. An asteroid, man. Like, what well, are you that's gonna do? Like the you gonna that's like the lottery of Armageddon. Are you gonna like when an asteroid <laughs> when an asteroid the size of Texas is coming into Earth? The exact plot of the movie Armageddon. Are you really gonna get Owen Wilson, Steve Buscemi, and Bruce Willis? And Ben Affleck to fucking like fly up there and like drill a nuke into the middle of the asteroid and blow it up. That would be so awesome. <laughs> like I would love to live in that that timeline. <laughs> hey, it might be this timeline with how fucking weird things are going. Who knows? That's very true. Space Force. Oh, that'd be badass. That's why Space this, Force. That's why Space Force is here, man. Uh, dude, what the fuck is happening with the Space Force? I have a t-shirt. I have a Space Force t-shirt. That's what's happening. <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, you know, I don't know. What do you think, Jay? What do you think is going on with Space Force? I don't know. I mean, there has to be some reason why we created the fucking branch of a military called the Space Force. Might be some intergalactic shit going on. Space Force. Oh, hey, this might be why Space Force exists, because that, that all came around the time that Elon Musk was talking about um, the reusable rockets and going to Mars and stuff. That might be like the um, control 
uh, group or whatever, like the police force that they'll send to Mars whenever we can actually go to Mars. Huh? Uh, I'm not going to say no. I'm going to say it's possible. Yeah. I mean, and that seems all, like pretty logical. It's all uh, up in the air, if I say so myself. It's like a pun. Oh, wait, no, it is literally <laughs> up in the air. Oh, 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 oh. oh shit. I should have had the. Oh, man. Sorry. I didn't have this ready at the time. There you go. It's all up in the air. Well, um, I'm uh, a little bit drunk. Didn't realize how long we've been going. We, we've uh, we about hit two hours right now, fellas. Wow. Yeah. That was a strong call. I had no idea. Right. I, I felt like a half hour we just did. So, um, y'all want to do a part two here again in about a month from now? Yeah, dude, I would be down. I had fun. Word. Let's yeah. do it next time. And I uh, won't be. I won't be doing shit. I'll be stuck in the house. I can't go outside. It's illegal <laughs> to have fun. Uh, <laughs> must suck to be in California, man. <laughs> I know, but I have a I have a beer next month too. Next call. Okay, yeah, hey. we can go a little later in too. Yeah, solid, uh, solid. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. We'll start off later so you don't have to morning drink. But yeah, man. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, dude. Uh, let's. Uh, we got pa- Patriot J, man. Come back again soon. Hell yeah! What Thank else you guys can we for plug? having me, dude. Thanks this for being here, man. Yeah, dude. This was fun. So you're you're at Sir Hottest on Twitter. Yes, sir. What else? What else can we? Uh, I'll put more any links you got in the show notes. Whatever else you want me to plug, man. Um, that's it. Just Twitter, really. I don't, Just Twitter. I don't really you don't got like Instagram. a YouTuber. Okay. So, like we always do, what did we learn today? That Don Lemon is a bitch. <laughs> Don Hell, Lemon's a bitch. Yeah. I and even Obama go as far to probably say will not go to jail. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Let me. Uh. I got. I got a pen and paper right here. Uh. John Lemon equals bitch. There we go. Obama equals no jail. All right. Uh, anything else? I think that's uh, it. That was probably, yeah, that was probably the most important. Probably all gonna <laughs> probably all gonna die in the apocalypse one day. <laughs> yeah. Uh, not us though. It'll be our kids. If history tells yeah. us anything. True that. All right, Don Lemon's a bitch. Obama equals no jail. Um, zombies. Oh, okay. Here's one thing we should talk about real quick before we wrap it up, because I think we yeah. meant to talk about this but didn't. The pandemic. Ooh. Mm. The Wuhan Chinese Corona Kung Flu virus. Ping pong, ching chong. <laughs> Kung flu. My marg's almost empty. It is empty. Some people are calling coronavirus the hollow cough. (laughs) 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 That was 
that was just in my mentions four minutes ago. <laughs> the Holocaust. I, I, I tweeted yesterday. I tweeted, uh, how come all the essential employees aren't getting sick? And that shit like blew up randomly. And then so I tweeted this morning. I was like, yesterday I asked a simple question about the virus. And people were on here mad at me like I denied the Holocaust or something. And then, yeah, she chimes in. She's like, well, yeah, some folks are referring to it as the Holocaust. You might as well. <laughs> that's, that's good. I like that. I like that. Not uh, not that I'm a pro-Holocaust or anti-Jew, but uh, I do still like that joke. Is that what yeah, you have to say nowadays? Is that like the the um you have to clarify, right? Pretty much. Like, yeah. while this is a funny joke, I do not necessarily agree with the views <laughs> of the. <laughs> is this thing on? <laughs> Hello. Yeah. I'm here. <laughs> All right. Uh. I gotta take a piss real bad, but yeah, let's, uh, yeah, let's, uh, let's do this again later on. Uh, we, oh, thanks yeah. again, Mr. Patriot J, Mr. J for being yeah. here. Um, nice to virtually meet you guys. Yes. J, nice to meet you too. Dude, it was fun. We'll, uh, next time we'll be, we'll be a little more, less, um, we'll be a little more sober and more prepared next time put it that way i'm not gonna promise the sober thing <laughs> I, i'll be less sober so. okay well, it'll, 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 it'll cancel out it'll cancel out well i think it's fair to say that most of these rappers can't compare to jay hot sauce my name's in the new for fire flame i'm the chosen one like obi-wan's protege getting brain from a day named padme shouting i'm hot through the whole galaxy bruising bruising why you think i'm never losing smoking on the shit I wanna know why I do this And why is everybody so clueless Is God really real? How old is this earth? I wanna know the purpose of my birth And what happens when I die? Will I really get to kick it in the sky? With all my homies who done passed away Even Wilson from Castaway But I'll probably go to hell while the fire along Either there or in the bone of bong But honestly, hell for me would be listening to Pitbull songs For the rest of eternity Will I burn to the third degree? Hercules never heard Some hyperbole, everything I do is certainly I cast a spell with my words, you say No, it ain't magic sorcery Niggas fake plastic surgery Meditate, I know you heard of me 
probably wanna murder me No it ain't magic sorcery Niggas fake plastic surgery Meditate I know you heard of me The Clintons probably wanna murder me Clintons probably wanna murder me yeah. Clintons probably wanna murder me yeah. Clintons probably wanna murder me yeah. The Bushes probably wanna murder me yeah. Clintons probably wanna murder me yeah. Clintons probably wanna murder me yeah. Clintons probably wanna murder me yeah. The Bushes probably wanna murder me yeah. You cannot hold conversation with me You only talk amongst those you agree I speak the truth and they crucify me You do not want to start arguing You cannot hold conversation with me You only talk amongst those you agree I speak the truth and they crucify me You do not want to start arguing Because I 